0: I'm at an interesting place in my life. I'm a young dad with a passion for tabletop games. When I say passion, I mean right now I'm sitting at work on my lunch break writing about tabletop games. During my work day, while staring at Excel sheets, I'm thinking about tabletop games, working with publishers to make videos about tabletop games, going to conventions. At night before I go to bed, I'm always hoping that my wife will want to knock out a quick game. To say the least, since jumping into this hobby feet first in 2015, I've been hooked. I also have a bit of a tough situation for gaming. I'm not only a young dad, I'm a young dad with a young toddler, a two year old to be exact. My wife has also recently had a radical change in her life due to a new focus on health and fitness. And that's amazing and wonderful. And with this change, I've been more involved with exercise with her. And that's been a great way for us to connect. What this means, however, is that because my daughter hasn't just fallen in love with sleep yet, and our exercise, which is seven days a week send help, usually takes place after bedtime, I have a 9-10pm to window to write articles, make videos, record podcasts, and also play games. So this is a challenge, yes? Good. I'm glad we agree on that. However, the game I want to highlight today has stepped in to help in a big way. The Fox in the Forest is a 2017 release from Renegade Game Studios that is wonderful. Now, if that's all you want to know from this review, what I think, that's it. The Fox in the Forest is a great game and you should buy it. Cool? We good? Great. If you're interested in why I love it so much, please take a little journey with me because I would love to unpack it for you. One other thing that's helped my gaming ventures in the past few years has been the rise in popularity of two-player only games. There are some really great ones, so great in fact that I'll probably be writing an article about just that in general. The Fox in the Forest is one of those great two-player games. So what are we doing in this game? Well, we're taking tricks. And if you're unfamiliar with a trick-taking game, think hearts or spades, or if you ventured a bit into the hobby, diamonds from Stronghold Games and Mike Fitzgerald. The basic idea of a trick-taking game is a player will play a card on the table of a certain suit, think hearts or diamonds, clubs or spades then each player has to also play a card in that same suit, if they can. And then whoever plays the highest card within that suit is the winner of the trick. Whoever has the most tricks wins. If a player is unable to play a card in the suit, then they have to do what's known as breaking suit. And this simply means that a player can play a card that wasn't led. This usually gives you some type of benefit depending on how the game was designed. The Fox in the Forest has a few really interesting aspects that incorporate some of all of these elements. First, The Fox in the Forest is a two-player trick-taking game, which isn't as common as other two-player games. On top of the two-player aspect, a trump suit is utilized, which is not in all trick-taking games, but is in many. There are a few special action cards in this game that each player can use, and finally, you don't want to win every trick because there's a penalty for winning too few or too many. When you initially hear the idea of a two-player trick-taking game, you might be hesitant. What you find the more you play this game, however, is that all of the elements listed above mix to create a wonderful and engaging play experience. It's very strategic and tense. So let's look at each element in detail, and you can get an in-depth look at how it all works. First, let's look at the two-player trick-taking element. Each player is going to draw 13 cards, and each turn is very simple. Each player plays a card, and if it's the higher number in the suit, a player wins that suit. Where that can be mixed up is if someone breaks suit to play the Trump suit, they win. And if a player plays certain cards that have special powers, it may impact the outcome as well. The Fox in the Forest only has three suits, which makes things fairly tight and tense, which is good. This means that you can play your hand out in a way that allows you to manipulate the outcomes of the round if you play your hand well, and assure that you are left with many of the Trump cards to win tricks. This aspect is very fun and makes each play interesting you can also manipulate the trump suit by playing special action cards which is also very enjoyable so this is the meat of the sandwich for me with the fox in the forest this is what really stirs the pot or butters my bread so to speak these special action cards are interesting and completely put the game on the next level of interesting gameplay each odd numbered card in the game is a special action card in each suit and you can do things like play first next trick even if you lose or switch the trump suit or play a card that acts like the trump suit, even if it's not. This creates so many interesting interactions. For instance, let's say I have a card in my hand that allows me to change the trump suit, and I have a few of that type of card. I can play all of the other suits in my hand and leave only cards that match my special power, then switch the trump suit to what's left in my hand and make sure I can break suit to the trump suit for the rest of the round, ensuring that I will win a few tricks. This, of course, can be disrupted if your opponent has schemes of their own. But interactions like this are why the Fox in the Forest is so interesting and so engaging. The game is chock full of neat tricks and combos with special action cards. To add a layer of intrigue to all of this, there's a goal of how many tricks you wanna win each round to maximize points. You don't wanna win every trick. In fact, if you do, you get a worse outcome because the game labels you as greedy. And if you win almost no tricks, It's also very good because the game labels you as humble and you gain 6 points. You don't want to end up in the middle if possible and you definitely don't want to win 10 or more. But it's a fun balance to navigate and can be very tricky against a savvy opponent. As you can see, there's much more going on with the fox in the forest than just playing cards and winning a trick. There's a deep level of strategy which is very impressive given what's in the box. A deck of cards and some point tokens are all you need to have this level of gameplay. This game will take up almost no space on your shelf but will take up huge amounts of space in your gaming rotation. There are so many aspects of The Fox in the Forest that I love. Turns are quick, downtime is almost non-existent. The rules are simple and draw concepts from classics that will allow players of all levels and backgrounds to sit down and dig in with a little learning curve. At the end of the day, The Fox in the Forest is a quick, tactical, engaging experience for two players. When I play with my wife, it's great because we can still talk and enjoy each other's company, but there's a level of depth that will cause us to focus on what we're doing when we need to. I love the fox in the forest and think it's a wonderful option for people who like card games, trick-taking games, and games with special powers. So, come on, you should buy it. I mean, I don't work for Renegade Game Studios, but you should buy it. It'll make you happy and your gaming friends happy. Cool? Cool. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and until next time, We'll see you at the table.